Hey, hey, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. You're listening to the number one resource for free roofing sales training. Tune in for new episodes every week right here or on YouTube to learn how to market yourself, generate leads, pitch like a pro, overcome objections, and close more sales. And whether you're a brand new salesperson, a seasoned pro, or an owner or sales manager growing your team, pay close attention because I have an offer you don't want to pass up. I'd like to give you my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. You'll get instant access to over 120 sales training videos organized by category that can take you from zero to hero in a heartbeat. Head on over to theroofstrategist.com right now to get my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. That's theroofstrategist.com. Now let's hop into today's episode. Are you using pushy sales tactics without even realizing it? Now here's some hints to show that you might be doing this. That's those customers that you get right up to the contingency agreement but they just won't sign it. Or the folks that you're so close to signing and they say, you know, I have to think about it or I have to talk to my husband or my wife. Or you know those leads that you think everything went great and then you go to follow up and they totally ghost you? These are signs that you used pushy sales tactics without even realizing it. Now the funny thing about pushy sales tactics is that most people don't really know how to pinpoint exactly what that is. So in this video I'm going to show you exactly what causes people to feel like you're being pushy, how to fix it, and how by doing so, by following these two really fun stories, one's about a short skirt, believe it or not, yes, don't worry, it's not too sexual, and the other one is how to sell like a doctor, I'm gonna explain what that means, and by doing that, you're gonna start selling even more roofs and closing them like a natural, and best of all, this applies to both storm and retail. All right, it applies to both, the same things. So let's jump right in. But hey, if you're new here, my name is Adam Benzman, The Roof Strategist, and I'm glad to have you here. Everything you're gonna find on this channel, my podcast, or by receiving my emails are all valuable information designed to help you develop a personal sales strategy to smash your income goals. And I'm glad to have you here. So hit that subscribe button, hit the bell so you don't miss a thing. So let's jump into what it is that pushy is. What is being pushy? Most people think of pushy sales as a used car salesman, literally trying to push you into a car that might not be a good fit because they gotta make a sale. But guess what, it's not just that. It really boils down to a few key symptoms of what being pushy is. And I'm gonna label them right here. One of them is going too fast. Now what do I mean by too fast? I mean everything. The sale closing actually starts the minute you meet the customer. Now, what's a myth is that people think that like learning the perfect pitch or presentation is gonna be a miracle worker, but it really isn't. The foundation that you lay starts the minute you meet them. It's that first impression. It's the connection, it's the bond. It's the relationship that you begin to develop. By skipping this and not having necessary small talk to connect with your prospects and soon to be customers means your sale won't go through, I promise. Look at guys like Andrew Itnire, who is a guest on the channel, or William Wright. These are two great dudes who are committed to connecting with their soon to be customers and obviously they have a high closing rate and they sell a lot of jobs. And they do this and every top salesperson does this because they understand the relationship of likability, excuse me, the importance of likability in building a relationship. So slow down. Make the small talk, a few tips. Compliment customers on their home, their car, the dog, anything in their house. If it's a, a humble abode or a humble home, find something that is clearly meaningful to them and talk about it and have those relatable qualities that 
provide some small talk, okay? So too fast. Same thing with being too fast means going through your process, doing, you know, showing up and saying, hey, I'm just gonna do the inspection real quick. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Have an introduction. You know, same thing, too fast. Don't come down and just like jump into the damage on the photos, you know, or your assessment if it's retail and start slamming through things. Ask, hey, I have some photos. Where's a good spot for us to sit down and go through everything? Go through it, then ask. Where's a, 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 excuse me, would you like to hear how I might be able to help? So slowing down, obviously going too fast, the answer is to slow down and connect. Slow down and connect, all right? The next problem is not drawing, I'm leaving the suspense, not drawing out objections. All right, it's your job to draw those objections out. And a few easy ways to do it, we're gonna switch colors, is by asking questions like this. Does this make sense? Okay, you're looking for a yes or no. This is a close-ended question. Yes, what do people wanna hear more of when you're selling? Yes is, or um, any questions so far? Any questions so far? So these are two great questions to interject. You have the opportunity, I don't. I'm talking to a camera, right? Now, if you were standing here, I'd be reading your body language. I'd see your facial cues or your expressions like, oh gosh, okay, that's the look of sticker shock. Or this, that's the look of not being engaged. I'm gonna draw you back in. Or that's the look of confusion. So I'm gonna ask, does this all make sense? Do you have any questions? I'm sensing that something might be up. So you wanna draw these questions out. Now, if you've been on the receiving end of one of my trainings in person, or, or if I ran one for your team over Zoom, you'd know that I pause a lot and say, does all this make sense so far? Now, I'm not there to sell you anything. We're already working together. But what I wanna do is make sure that you are paying attention. Because if you have a question in your mind, and I didn't draw out the objection or the question, you are thinking only about what? The question, not me. What I have to say is going in this year and out the other. So it is important to draw out objections, draw out questions as you go, all right? Now, which brings us to number three, which is the biggest poo-poo. That's why it's in brown. And that's going too hard. Now, what do I mean by too hard? This often comes when you do draw the objections out, you address them too aggressively. And I covered this in other videos as well. It's important to acknowledge the objection. It's very simple, repeat back to them. So I understand that you're concerned about the deductible, okay? That's addressing, acknowledging it. Then you want to reassure, the second part. Let them know they're normal. You haven't, this is not your first rodeo, you've dealt with it. I totally understand that you're concerned about paying the deductible. It makes sense, you know, this is a sum of money and it's not fun to have to pay to replace your roof because a hailstorm destroyed it. I've dealt with this before, okay? This is a reassuring that they're normal. Then we overcome it. Unfortunately, the deductible that you have with your insurance company is a contractual obligation, and for me to waive it for you would only be possible if I provided false or misleading information to the insurance company, saying I did it for more and charge you less, which would then bring us both into a place of unwillingly participating in insurance fraud, which is not a good place to be in, and I'm sure you wouldn't want to participate in that, would you? No, no, all right, so you'll see too hard is paying the deductible is going right into the, the answer, like I know it already. So if they said, oh, I'm concerned about the deductible, well, you need to pay it, because if you don't, that's insurance fraud. So same information, but the delivery is too hard. So the answer to this one is simple. Acknowledge, okay? Acknowledge, reassure, and then overcome, and then explain it. Very, very simple. Cool? Cool. All right, now let's move on to 
the two things I talked about, short skirts and selling like a doctor. What in the world do those mean? Let's start with selling like a doctor. I have to give full credit to a gentleman named Sabri Subi. He wrote a book called Sell Like Crazy. And in that book, he, he, he put this together in a way that really made sense to me. And it helped me figure out how to best communicate with the people that I serve. And that's selling like a doctor. Now, what does selling like a doctor mean? Think of it like this. If you walked into the doctor because something's going on, you got a stomach bug going on. If you walked into the doctor, they don't even know what a stomach bug. You walk in and say, I got the latest antibiotic. I'm going to write you a script for that. Hey, new pain medication just came out. You should try some. Oh, new diabetic medication, prick free. You're going to love it. Here's a prescription too. You'd be like, what in the world? You don't even know what's going on or what I need. But a real doctor, a compassionate doctor that you like is someone that has good bedside manners, which means what's going on? What's going on for you? What brought you in today? And then you're going to say, oh, you know what? I got this stomach thing and this is going on. And then I got this rash going on in my back and a stomach upset. Say, you know what? I've seen this a ton of times. Here's what's going on. I am diagnosing you with Boom, I don't know what the stomach bug would be, but you've got the stomach thing of today. I've diagnosed you with something. Now that I've diagnosed you with something, I know which medication or treatment will work. So I'm going to prescribe after diagnosing. So we first diagnose the problem, and then and only then do we prescribe the solution that only meets your needs. So I'd say you have a stomach bug, I've diagnosed your problem, which means you need this medication and you should probably stick to this bland diet. So I prescribe the solution that fits you. And that is selling like a doctor. It's catering all of the boundless pitch presentation things that you need to fit the exact situation for the customer. So if it's retail, I'll give you some examples. There's different types of retail sales. Someone that calls you up, I have a leak, come out right away. My, it's leaking near my chimney. My ceiling's destroyed. Grandma's couch is ruined. The carpet needs to be cleaned. My roof is 30 years old. I know it needs to be replaced. Please help me. That's a very different situation than, hey there, I'd like to quote a quote on replacing my roof because I know it's going to need to be done in the next three to five years and I'd like to plan ahead for my budget. That's a very different lead than the one that says I have this active leak. So same thing with if it's a storm damage or insurance related claim, hail, wind or hurricane. If it's no claim, they have different needs. Partial payment. What if it's denied? What if it's paid in full? Each of these has its own pitch. So when you ask, where are you at in the process? Why are you looking for a new roof? And you let them tell you, you can then prescribe the right pitch and then plug it in. Which leads me to this one. I got this from Joseph Sugarman. Okay. He's a direct response copywriter. One of the most famous direct response copywriters. He is, uh, He's been a great mentor for me. I've never even met the guy. In fact, I think he passed away recently, but he, he, he influenced a lot of how I think. And he says that your pitch or your presentation or your sales should be like a short skirt. Okay. What does that mean? Like a short skirt. And it's a great visual representation because when I hear this, whether you're a man or a woman, I think of a short skirt. I think of a nice pair of legs with a skirt, maybe a denim skirt cut off at the end. And all the time, the skirt is long enough to cover the essentials, right? <laughs> long enough to cover, this is what he says, by the way, Joseph Sugarman, long enough to cover the essentials. Because no one's going to go in public with their hoozy bits hanging out. I mean, they might, but not legally. So long enough to cover the essentials, but still short enough to keep it interesting. Okay? Now, I normally don't touch on sex things, but this paints a, a really powerful image of short enough to keep it 
interesting. Okay? Long enough to cover the essentials, short enough to keep it interesting. And the main reason I share this is because it's, it's a really easy way to help keep you on track. I've filmed this video four times. I'm keeping it to the point long enough to cover the essentials and that time doesn't matter to me, but it's short enough to keep it interesting, not going overboard. And your customers need the same thing. You don't want to start telling them a bunch of information that they don't need or don't care about. So when you sell like a doctor, whoops, when you sell like a doctor, you've diagnosed the problem, you've prescribed the solution, and it allows you to put together a powerful pitch just like a sexy short skirt long enough to cover everything they need to know, but short enough to keep it interesting. And this changes based on their needs. If I'm working with an elderly person, I may slow down a little bit, pump the brakes, spend a little bit more time emphasizing things, especially if they might be hard of hearing or developing cognitive issues. But if I'm selling to someone who's been through three hail claims and they're my repeat customer, I can breeze through this stuff. Or if someone tells me that all they care about is protecting their garden and their pool and their dog who's afraid of noises, I'm gonna cater my pitch to speak to them, right? And that's just how keeping it like a short skirt works. All right, now if you want more help on this, I want you to keep an eye on your inbox because I'm gonna be emailing out and announcing on this channel my car park closing strategy. And it's the closing strategy that I've only taught to my one-on-one -on -one clients and it works for both storm and retail. It's a simple formula that follows this C-A-R-P-A-R-K. Now, I developed this formula because one of the other things that causes people to feel like they're being pushy or being sold pushy is scripts and memorizing and robotic stuff, canned pitches and presentations. So when you have an easy one to follow, just like the slap formula that I teach, which I get emails all the time from people who used to have to knock 30 doors and now they're able to knock five to 10 to get a presentation or excuse me, an inspection. The slap, say hi, break the ice. L, let them know why you're there and make it familiar. A, ask an open-ended question, which by the way, sell like a doctor, remember? Finding out where they're at and then presenting to their solution. This is what you do at the door and it works. So when you follow the selling like a doctor here, you just simply take this information, your diagnosis that you got right up front, and then you build it right into the car park closing strategy, which is a talk track that's easy to follow and easy to remember from the minute you walk in the door to leaving with the contingency agreement, like a natural, that's easy. It's coming soon and you're gonna have an option to get an early bird sale to get $100 off and any existing customers, you get 150 off. So details coming soon to your inbox. But back to the pushy piece, remember to slow down. I just wanna do a quick summary here and by the way, Everything is on today's FAR snapshot. These come exclusively to your inbox. If you're not already getting them, there's links with all the details in the description. Inside are the three key takeaways along with any quotes in here like selling like a doctor and how to diagnose the problem and prescribe the solution. Along with the fast action results assignment, which is exclusively on the FAR snapshot to help you implement what you learn to help you make more money, smash those income goals. So check it out. At the end, there's recommended resources, which includes another playlist, a book I recommend by Robert Cialdini, and uh, some information about the closing strategy coming soon. So that's on there. To wrap this all up, I want you to remember one key takeaway from this whole thing. One key takeaway. And it starts with a Maya Angelou quote, okay? So Maya Angelou, my wife, by the way, turned me out of this, and I don't remember it word for word, but I remember the essence of it. And that is, people will not remember the gifts you give them, and they won't remember what you say. All they're gonna remember is how you make them feel. And when you make customers feel heard, listened to, like you care about them, and that you're attentive to their needs and understand their needs, 
and you can speak directly to that, you're going to make them feel confident in you. They're going to like you. And when they do, they're going to do business with you. And all of that is going to help smooth out any ripples or wrinkles. If you're not a pro salesperson, that's how you win business is making people feel great. The risk you run of using these pushy sales tactics without even realizing it, going too fast, too hard, or not asking questions, not drawing out those objections, is you make people feel that cringe of like that time you went in for the kiss too early on a first date or a second date, and the recipient just does this. They don't even know what to do. Oh gosh, it's cringeworthy. And that's how that customer feels. So remember to approach your sales opportunities just like you would a first date. Build rapport. Connect with them. Ask questions. Don't go too fast. Don't go too hard. Be likable and you will start closing like a natural. So I will see you in upcoming videos, but if you want more and you haven't done it, click here to get a free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training video library sent to your inbox. I update it on a regular basis. All my videos organized by category right here. Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training video library completely free or click here to subscribe to the channel so you don't miss a thing. I'll see you in the next one. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this episode of the Roof Strategist Podcast. If you are out on a roof or driving around in your truck, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes, including links to all my products and services, or to download your free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. And remember, all of my content is built around one simple principle. You ask, I answer. So what would you like me to cover in an upcoming episode? Email me personally, Adam at roofstrategist.com. That's Adam at roofstrategist.com. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review for the podcast, and I'll see you next time.